Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Yay. Episode five. Episode five of Two Bottles In. On tour. <laughs> on tour. On tour. Guys, we're on location tonight. It's very exciting. We're in our very, very lovely friend Gavin's flat. Yeah, Gavin's boudoir. Bo- oh, oh, yes, we're in the boudoir. We're and we boudoir. are actually in the boudoir. We are in the boudoir. We're in the bedroom. We are, the see? Amy's got it. <laughs> yeah. which, Where the magic happens. <laughs> yes. Uh, which brings us to the fact that we have a special guest. We do. Yes, tonight we have our very lovely friend Amy with us. Hello. Hi, Amy. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> so, Amy, tell us who you are, where you come from. I am your friend, Vix. <laughs> oh, yes. Up, uh, yeah. My friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> from up north. From, from up York. North. Where are you from? Yeah, so Amy and I have known each other for quite a long time. Mm. How? When was it that we met, probably? I think we were about eight or nine. Something like that, wasn't it? Oh. Yeah, so, so Amy's known me a oh, you, while. You know the, sh- you know the shit. Yes. I was going to say, Amy's the one that you need to talk to. Oh, okay, well, we'll share. The skeletons you can just in the talk. closet. <laughs> I know about them. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Quite a lot of those skeletons came out of the closet as well. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's not do this in the podcast. My mother and father may be listening, so, you know. Hi, Mama, Papa, Papa. <laughs> and I've got my voice back this time. Yeah, oh, yeah, because last time you were like Marge Simpson, and now oh. you've gone back to Homer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you have got your voice back. I have got my voice back. It's good. It oh. might it might not be here tomorrow after our night out tonight, but I know where are we going tonight? We are going to RVT. We're going to the Royal Vauxhall Tavern. We are. What's the night called? It's called Push the Button. Push the Button. That's it. Yeah. Promoted by Robin. Our Rob, friend, not Robin. Jesus, Rob. Rob. Rob Holly. Holly. <laughs> and every month it's the last Friday of the month. Yeah. They do a different theme, and tonight it is. The theme is the Queen, and the Queen is Madonna. Yeah, girl, I think we need to cheers to that. Yeah. And I'm wearing my very special shipped in from America Madonna t-shirt. You do, you're very glittery tonight. Very glittery. So I must say, it's my favourite t-shirt in a long time. You've now. not seen the full effect yet. I haven't, I haven't I seen the jumper come I couldn't off. wear it on the way here because it's quite explicit. <laughs> I can see the it's glitter true. through the jumper. The glitter though. is. Real. I know it's egging it's like to get te- out. Yeah, it's yeah. teasing me. Yeah, egging mm. to get out. Mm. We'll wait till later. Okay, so tonight we are drinking. We have gone slightly colourful tonight. We are drinking a sparkling rosé, and it's Mondelli from where did I get this? Oh, Tesco's. No, Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's, and it was seven pounds. So it's quite nice though. It's quite fruity. Mm. It's lovely. Yeah. It goes down well. Soft bubbles, you know. So that's quite exciting. So so what's happened in the last month? <sighs> what has happened in the last month? I know. There's been quite a lot going on. I mean, I went on that course two weeks ago. Self-improvement, life-enhancing, extravagance. Yep. I am now a new woman. What pushed <laughs> you to go on the course? So I think the course basically was one thing that I wanted to do because I was feeling quite lost. And even though I don't really show it, I think, but I was feeling quite lonely. And my friend Manira did this course and, and when she came off it, she came back, she just was a whole new person. And not, not in a changed way as in like her personality, but she was 
she was more confident but more calm and relaxed and gathered and collected and it just seemed an amazing opportunity to go and really sort of learn that because I've done I've done years of therapy I've been for therapy since I was like 23 and I've done all sorts of different kinds of treatment but this weekend it was it was a three-day course and I've never felt so different than what I have after this course it's amazing I think yeah, I think the thing is just spending time focusing on yourself, which no one's encouraged to do. No, it's it's really no it's stigmatized. To do it, yeah. and therapy has a bad name. Um, it it seems like you only go to therapy if you've got something wrong with you. Yeah, I think everyone should be on therapy. I watched every episode of the Oprah Winfrey Show for twenty five years, so I and don't think I need to go <laughs> in therapy because there is nothing. I don't know now. <laughs> okay. Thanks to Oprah Winfrey. And she's a three-time billionaire, so I think she's quite a good teacher. Yes. Um, but I think just people not being encouraged to just stop and pause and you're, think yeah. about what's going on for them. Exactly. You're not, you're not given that time and space to be able to think about you and what you need. And you're always focusing on other people and what other people think as well. I think that's one thing that I really learned is that <clears throat> I've always felt that I was very much my own person. But there's, there's some real breakthrough moments on that course where I realised that I was doing things for other people, whether that was my mum and dad and my family, the expectation that they had of me, or whether it was, you know, what I think or perceive... Uh, guys that I was dating or my friends you know there was so many things about me that I realized that actually I was doing it for the wrong reasons I thought I was doing it for me but I wasn't mm. and <clears throat> this course has really given me clarity on uh, it's the landmark course if any of you want to google it and I would I would thoroughly recommend it it, it takes it's very intensive uh, but I Is really it full days full... It's 9 a.m till 10 p.m for three days Wow, that that's, is... That's a hefty... It's very intense. But what's amazing about it is that when I when I went on the course, it was about 200 people. And um, you go in and, you know, you are nervous because you're like, I don't know anybody here. And there's everybody from young sort of 19-year-olds. There was a 16-year-old who was there with his mum. And um, he basically, bless him, he got up and he explained that he was a little shit. And that's what he called himself. You know, he got into trouble at school. He was, you know, he's going out causing trouble with his mates. You know, he's getting arrested for theft and all these kind of things. And he knew he wanted to better himself. There was drug addicts on the course. There was people who'd been molested. There was people who just wanted to generally improve their marriage. There was people who wanted to, you know, make better business decisions, things like that. So there was a, such a huge array of people, you know, and that's what actually I thought I learned so much of other people and it really reminded me that you are your own person and everybody is so individual and nobody should forget that. Mm. You know, I think so many people try to be someone who fits in with the crowd, who, you know, who doesn't want to tell people what they really love or what they really, you know, cherish because they're scared that people are going to alienate them, stop talking to them, things like that. So, you know, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm 35 and I still love Disney. That's, generically like you know society's probably dictates that's weird and you know very I, I, <laughs> I am weird but you know it, this course really gave me that empowerment to realize that it does not matter as long as you're true to who you are and what you are the right friends you will find you know yeah. 
And the people who do not give you that time and space to become who you are are not real friends. And I know that's a really scary thought because some people, you know, don't want to lose people that they've known for years and years. But if these people are actually negatively impacting you, you shouldn't be with them. Yeah. You know? But there's a part of me, and no, no shoot, but, you know, that course was quite... You paid to do that course it was yes. quite expensive yes but there were lots of other ways that people could get the same yes. results yeah. by just doing other things you don't have to pay to go to therapy there are books that you can read there are exercises that you can do in meditation well, there's websites there's hundreds and of them you could just remember your you shit about what people yeah think. absolutely remember your you like for years and i'm sure both of you would agree with me I really gave a shit about what people thought of me and I was worried yeah. about what people thought of me and if a relationship ended I thought it was my fault and if I was bullied I thought it was something that I'd done wrong and eventually and believe me, anyone younger than me which is everybody <laughs> believe in this room. that you do just stop giving a shit it's not important you realise but you do that I think is, that does come with age though. Yeah. it does but also like don't don't delay, do it today. So if you're having a shit time or you feel bad about yourself, you just have to think about what matters to you. Absolutely. And do you care about the person that's just spent a long time making up a name for you that they've spent that time making up that name for? No, you're completely right. No, you don't. It's not going to affect your life. You go on and shine and let them have shade in the dark but that's it so you're completely right so that's Oprah Winfrey for you <laughs> seriously what's but, Oprah Winfrey but it's true people so we had an example at work to, you know this week and one of the one of my colleagues um, was bitching about another colleague and she was really really like she was being very manipulative and she was going to certain senior people and sort of saying oh have you heard so and so's done this have you heard so and so's done that and the person, the individual that she was talking about heard about this and they could not, they were devastated because they thought this woman was her, their friend. And I said to them, I was like, look, you, what you need to do is show people who you are. The work you do, the strength you have, the power you have to be able to do a fucking good job. Sorry, mum and dad, I just swore. But, you know... It's more about what you can achieve as a person. It is not that person who is bitching about you behind your back, trying to twist words. It does not matter what they are saying as long as you are doing the best you can do. Exactly. Mm. It's the energy that you put out into the world. Absolutely. And if you are spending time talking shit about people, my parents will listen to this podcast and I'll say what the fuck I like. <laughs> um, and sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Proctor. But... Um, <laughs> That's their energy. They're putting that, that yeah. out there and it's nasty and karma exists and you are going to get that back. It's going to bite you in the ass. forget as well that people have their own opinions and will make their own judgment on you. So like with your situation at work, all those people that this girl was telling mm-hmm. the tales about about the other girl, they were 
probably know her in day to day life and think, oh no, she's they will not make like their that. own judgment. Yeah, Absolutely, they'll make their own judgments. So. And if you are putting across the best you can be, you know, you are dedicated to your job, and you are, you know, you are doing everything you can do to be the best person in that role, then you you can't worry because mm-hmm. if people don't agree with that, then that's fair enough. But, you know, you can't let other people who are being nasty and manipulative and, you know, malicious like that affect you and who you are. Yeah. That's something that I really... And this and I think this course really... I know, you know, it, 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 there was so many other things I learned, but that was one of the key things. Yeah. You know, you have to change you to be who you are, you know? And I mean, Amy, it's like when you, you know, had your accident a couple of years ago. Like, you know, you it gave you that strength, didn't it? That power. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So... I mean, just to explain, Amy had a, a very, very serious car crash. When, when was it now? It was August 2014, so... And yeah, some two... idiot drove yeah, into you, didn't they? Some There was prick. a young lad, he was 21 years old, and he'd been insured on his dad's Maserati for Shit. 24 hours for his 21st birthday. And in that 24 hours, he lost control of the car and smashed into me, head-on. It was a head-on collision, so... I was in a little tin can Nissan Micra and it just crumpled. Yeah, and you crumpled with it. Oh, definitely, yeah. (laughs) Definitely crumpled. But, I mean, it was very, very severe what happened to you. Mm. And, you know, you were living your life in the way that you thought you wanted to live it. Mm. And when you, you know, when this incident happened, you, you know, I saw a change in you. I saw you, that this revelation in your head that was kind of like, no, like, th- this isn't fuck. what I want to do. Fuck. Yeah, yeah and, definitely. Fuck. It was definitely a fuck moment. Yeah. <laughs> and you realised that, that, you know, that wasn't who you were and that you wanted to pursue something that you've... You know, I've known you for so long and I've known you've always dreamt about, you know, doing beauty and hair and things like that. And the hair is flawless. I right? know, isn't it? <laughs> well, look at the face as well. The makeup's amazing. I mean, it's on point. <laughs> on point. <laughs> Yeah, wow, yeah. Brows, makeup, hair, noises again. <laughs> yeah, it was fierce. But that's um, where you know that's where your life changed. Definitely, hundred percent. And you knew exactly what you wanted to do, and you knew you know you changed your perception about sort of friends and family, and your whole sort of being of who you were. You grew your your strength grew, and your power and who you were. I saw that mm. from you know from um, just being around you. And I think, you know, it really gives you... If you don't have these life-defining moments, you know, how can you get that strength? It's quite difficult. It was difficult because it's difficult in that sort of of situation because I was given the time then to sit back because I'd been in such a bad accident. I had time off work. I had time off my little boy. I had time off everything. I was in hospital. You know, I had time to sit there and reevaluate what I was actually doing. And when you sit there and think about, oh my God, I could have, that could have actually been fatal. I've been actually really, really lucky to get out of it um, with the minor injuries that I had. Um, I think it's time. It's sitting back and thinking about yourself. And that goes back to what you were saying is taking that time for that weekend, you know, doing your class. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you find that time, yeah. but I think yeah. people need to find it. I, know this... I think people just go th- through life blindly. They really do go it's through nine life. To five Stop in, looking at your phones. Work. Stop looking at your phones. Look at the world. Anything could happen around the corner. No, it's We've totally true. We've seen recently, like the thing that happened in Westminster a couple of weeks ago. Oh God, yeah. Like, 
it could just change like that. Everything could change Overnight, right there. Yeah. And do you want to be remembered as that person that was just Something constantly looking at their phone, thinking about what other people are eating? <laughs> you know, like... no, but that's the thing people look at and they, when, when they life. message when they when they use social media they will write depending on what other people they want to write something to either get the likes or they take a picture yeah. to get the likes oh i hate brexit do you have you read about it do you know no you're just clicking on a, a like or a love or that makes me sad yeah. If we've got to that point where people will say on Facebook that they have got cancer or they've been diagnosed with something and you can click on a crying face. It's like, yeah. for God's sake, give them a ring. But, <laughs> like, no, 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 but, it's true. but it's true, reach out. Reach out to someone. I mean, one of the things that I always do and I perhaps maybe I have a, had a few <laughs> but I always tell people I love them. It doesn't so matter. Should. Doesn't That's matter whether important. they say it back. I want so to tell should. them. It's very important, but yeah. it's also important for people to receive that without any, you know, you know. Sometimes when you say to someone "thank you" and they you don't, don't mean it, yeah. get it. I think that's a really big thing that they're like, oh, they like brush it off. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes people really just need to take on board. I love you, thank you. God, that was an amazing job. Whatever. Just take it on board. Because yeah, you, com- compliment You'll be better, you'll be better. You'll be a better person. You'll be, you will treat people better. You will appreciate yourself better. I do love that moment when you say thank you and someone says you're welcome. I, I love that moment. Yeah, where yeah, you, yeah. Because you, you genuinely feel it, don't yeah, you? Yeah, definitely. You actually genuinely feel it. I definitely think people do... They seek out the wrong thank you and they seek out the wrong love you. And do you know what I mean? People do look for this for it's almost self gratification. And it's not actually what I gen when I say to, I love now, when I say I love someone, I genuinely mean it. I don't just say something to someone just, you know, to make them feel better. Love you. Love you. Yeah. That means nothing. No. And I mean, it's not even sort of the way the delivery. I think it's more, you know, when I say something now, mean it mean what you say yeah absolutely you know I work with a lot of volunteers in my job and like I always make an effort to just go thank you so much for working tonight thank you so much for giving up your time thank you because but what they're doing is amazing I want them to hear it what they do is incredible they don't think it's anything but they they could be saving someone's life they literally could be saving a life two hours They've yeah. just given up two hours. But it's like, no, if you hadn't turned up tonight, this wouldn't have happened. I wouldn't not be able to do this by myself. So you've just sorted out an entire session of HIV testing or handing out condom packs or, or whatever. But, you know. No, it's absolutely true. It's like the, it's like the girls that you, I work with, all the nurses. You're a compliment and you really want them to catch. Yeah, and that's what I always make sure I remind our nurses at, uh, where I work at Mary Stokes because these nurses are incredible i mean the whole the whole staff you know they are absolutely amazing and every single woman who walks through our doors you know that that's a tough day for them it doesn't matter who you are how big how brave how strong you are that day's going to be hard and emotionally tough for you and these nurses i think they forget because they do it day in day out how incredible they are and it's a bit like when you you talk to um a rape crisis center like that woman who's walked in, right then she is trying to 
she's trying her hardest to stay okay. She's trying to keep it all within and keep it together. But you know that that individual who sits down with her and talks to her for, you know, taking her through what's happened, they will never forget that person. They never, ever will. And that's how, you know, individuals count. Everybody counts, you know. You can impact, a smile on the tube can make a difference. There's so many things that you can do in your life that impacts other people. That, And as long as you're doing it in a positive manner and you're doing it from the heart, then, you know, that's, that's I think, the best way to be. Well, yeah, that's why we're on this planet, I think. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. And I think, talk, like, thinking about ridiculous thing that happened in Westminster a couple of weeks ago, you know, and people think that they're going to destroy London and, you know, you have got a chance... London can be a very anonymous place and a very lonely place. Very lonely place, yeah. But when something like that happens, the shit hits the fan, Londoners bond together, we group together, and we are like, do not fuck with us because you haven't got no idea who you're dealing with. (laughs) Absolutely. We are not going to not go to But it's the same with the London riots, wasn't it? I mean, if you look how amazing it was. We're just going to carry on and we are going to be supportive. And there were Facebook groups set up for any kind of Muslim people who were worried about travelling to work on their own the next day, particularly Muslim women, mm-hmm. where it was like, I will sit next to you on a bus, I will sit next to you on a train, I will hold your hand, I will make sure you get to work okay, because there are assholes out there who are going to have a go at you, because some asshole... Did you see that poor woman on Facebook? No. The, it, sit, she went on Westminster had, Bridge or something? Yeah, she was walking along Westminster Bridge, there was a, I think there was a, I don't know, I don't know whether it was a lady or a... Oh, it was okay. lady. It was Laid a on day the after or two oh, days yeah. after or something. Was it? I thought it was. Oh, was during. it during? Oh, okay. And there was a lady, and she had um, the headscarf over her head and things, and she was walking by. And if you looked, if you just looked at the picture, it looked like she was very blase, walking by this person that was on the floor, you know, injured or whatever. And she was, she was sort of dark skinned and everything like that and she got an absolute hammering on Facebook. People posted this picture and everything, but when you actually zoomed in to the picture, she was crying. And she was walking by on the phone, crying her eyes out, obviously ringing someone to say but this has yeah. just happened. And, 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 and thing, that's I can't the thing help, with yeah, if those... people are injured I can't help them. If there's people around them you know, you're making also, it worse. It's the thing about social media. Social media is yeah, amazing for many things. But, but they honed you can, in on You it. can hate something with a click of a finger. Yeah. You can hide behind it. Without point any was, idea of what's going as on. As soon as people zoomed in and saw that, the outcry of it was, come on, can you really single this exactly. one out? You know, then, you've done I think the day after the attacks, there was um, women in burkas lined Westminster oh, Bridge. Oh, that was amazing. And protested against the ridiculousness of this... Lone guy, it wasn't anything. It was a, yeah. it was one guy. It was not yeah. ISIS or anything like that. It was he one was a guy. Teacher, wasn't he? A teacher. Yeah, exactly. Who you know? Grown up. Yeah. Whatever. Scary, isn't and it? It's awful, but it's not going to bring London to a halt. No, it never and will. The London bombings didn't. And the riots real. didn't. No, exactly. So, yeah, London. We're with you. you really? We got yeah. this. We got yeah. this. We're northerners in London. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. So, okay. Oh, this is going to be a big segue. <laughs> We've gone from terrorism to a dread thing on the next level. <laughs> well, it's... saying we're moaning about negative people and things like that. 
Yeah. We could be those negative people oh. and talk about Room 101. Yeah, well, I think the guest should go first. Okay, so. Amy, what's your Room 101? What would you put in Room 101? Well, my Room 101 is definitely football. Yes! <laughs> it has to be football. Oh. It has to be football. Thank and God. The reason is I have a son that's five who is football mad. Yeah. So my life is taken up at the moment by football training, football matches, buying football kits, going shopping for football shoes, following every kind of football imaginable. It's very expensive as well. Oh, it is very expensive. And then I've managed to meet a lovely bloke that I love to bit, who's absolutely football mad as well. (laughs) So he's a massive Leeds United supporter and so he watches football and it doesn't matter what football it is, it can be German, English, <laughs> anything, Spanish, anything with a ball. Doesn't matter, as long as it has a ball. And then he Fair bets enough. on it, then he moans when his bet don't come in, then he moans... Surely the when... purpose is you support a team and you follow that team. No, he does, he supports Leeds United and he follows that team, however he just loves football He's so just football match. yeah. That Ugh. if Real Madrid are playing one, oh, I'm going to watch that Real Madrid match tonight. Wow. So my life is just taken up by my two favourite men, both loving football. And I oh, hate I, it. <laughs> I have a different <laughs> hatred, I think. Well, I think you need some of this. Yeah! <laughs> Do you like how that, I time that? That's our version of scoring <laughs> yeah. a goal. Hand over, your, hand over your glass. I think you need a top up. So my so, my hatred of football is very different. One, I think the amount of money that's involved in football is absolutely yeah, it's fucking disgusting. Yeah. It's, a bun- it's a bunch of men kicking a ball around a field and the amount of money that is transferred is vile. If there's that amount of money in the world, then it should go to a better cause. And... The main thing I hate is that I'm supposed to be um, weak and effeminate and camp and gay because I don't like football. But you get a 19-year-old football player who gets paid, like, several 90,000 grand a week and someone literally steps on his shoelace and he falls over and cries like a newborn baby. And I'm like, what? The last time I was in that stadium, Madonna was performing on stage. <laughs> she did a two-hour-long show in high heels, danced, sang, probably fell over. <laughs> she didn't need to break halfway through to suck on a line. <laughs> and didn't demand as much but money you as you cri- did. You, you maybe cried a little bit. And there were more people in the stadium. <laughs> and she did it all in high heels. And she was three times as old as you little crippled 19-year-old. <laughs> okay, so... Pansy. So I, that's two hatreds of football. Yes, yeah, so I'm like, ooh, oh, okay, different yeah. It's just boring. It is boring, I'll it's agree with so that. It's so boring. And, like, when you... Like, I will watch an England match because... I'm, you patriotic. I'm, I'm like, I'll watch England playing. And if they don't score, I'm like... You've just felt like you should not get paid. <laughs> you should not get paid this week. You had one thing to do: score a goal. You didn't and do you it. Done it. You should not get paid, and yet they will get paid. Yeah, but... I mean, <laughs> my God. So seriously, that would be like me going to a, a night at work 
where there's 500 gay men in a club and every gay man walks in and I don't hand any of them a condom pack. And they'll be like, oh, it's just a rough night. <laughs> no, that was my job. Everyone got a condom pack. But... <sighs> so, I'm, I'm, okay, so I'm going to go... I'm, I'm, I'm not totally with you on this because... Are you a Sunderland fan? <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Yes, I am a Sunderland fan. So you're not a football fan? <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> Someone who doesn't not, know anything about football. I know nothing about football, but I imagine that shit. I think you may be a forced Sunderland fan. I'm definitely, I'm def- definitely not a forced fan. My love of football did come from the Euros when I was 16. And my dad did influence me. He's a big Sunderland fan. He's a fan. huge Sunderland fan. But I originally was a Liverpool fan. So I started because I love Steve McManaman and I love Michael Owen. And they were Liverpool Oh, that's not a football fan. That's a footballer fan. The fan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's how it started. So that's where it came from. And then I realised I, I really enjoyed football and I loved it. So Because you... <laughs> because you... <laughs> like, watching them, like, running around and falling over. But I like the game. This. It's exciting. And, and, and I get what you mean when people get obsessive by it. You know, I, I, I get that bit. I don't get... I... Oh. I get that it frustrates you, yeah. yeah. So I get that people get into it, and and I must admit, I'm not that. You know, on a weekend, I will watch a game if it's on, and I would love to go to the live games, and I follow it on, you know, on online. But I'm not obsessive, mm. and I mean, I'm a, and I, I know this is at the risk of sounding stereotypical, but I'm a girl, so maybe I don't get it. Mm. But I think there's there is something in football and unity, and it gives you. Something I I get the ex you know the expense of it all is is ridiculous but there is something about being part of a community that supports you you find friends that you'd never have before when you get a season ticket and you sit next to people that you don't know and you become friends and you've got friends for life there's something in that unity in the community yeah okay? as long as that's what it is and that's and that's where you know I prefer I don't want to see people like throwing chairs at each other and burning German cars because Germany won't. No, absolutely no. I agree that's with that. There sorry. is an extreme that, end of it. There's an I extreme go, end. You're a bunch of yeah. idiots. Yeah. No, I accept. Have you seen there's been the a baby game. boom in Iceland though? There's a oh, thing. Is that because of that thing that <laughs> yeah. we did? What thing? There's been a baby boom this week in Iceland of babies being born because it's nine months since Iceland beat England. Are you yeah. serious? I'm serious. That's hilarious. Wow. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to change. <laughs> I, think, I think just because I'm a bit scared of how you and Philip might go if we keep on talking about football. I know, it's going to get brutal. It is going to, and I'm probably going to get beaten up. So I'm not, I think we're going to change and go to you, Philip. Oh, okay. Well, um, my room 101 is very controversial. You either love them or you hate them. And I know that somebody here called Vix loves <laughs> them. But room 101 for me is cats. Cats. Oh, I hate them. Yes! <laughs> That's why you're a guest. Yeah. Cats are... Don't... That's... Oh. No. 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 Nah. We can say the F they're word, but that, no C word. They're, they're that word. <laughs> they are the worst. Oh, my God. I just hate go them. Go on. Go on. No, so, I hate... Oh, you go on, girl. <laughs> you go on, girl. You've nicked a room 101 off me because I could have done this one. I have a next door neighbour that has a cat that poos in my garden constantly. And I think if I wanted to pick cat poo up every day, I'd have an effing cat. Yeah, exactly. No, I just, I had a nasty childhood experience with 
account. Right. Uh, <laughs> that scratched me to death. And then... To death. So, still alive, my love. Well, no, they just they ripped my arm to shreds. Was it your cat? Was it your parents' cat? Was no, it, it was a random cat. Was Where like, were you? I was walking innocently, as a child does, <laughs> down to a beach, and a cat jumped out of a hedge and used my arm like it would use a curtain. <laughs> and by the way, cats, that's not how you use a curtain. <laughs> um, I think they're ship pets. Uh, a dog will wag his tail and will greet you with open paws. A cat would only pay attention to you if you've been dead for five days and they were going to eat your face. <laughs> they have no instinct to love you whatsoever. But you're, you you're say... You're totally going to disagree I with am. Me, I'm going to totally disagree. But I just think they're snooty. <laughs> they're very snooty. And I don't really get the point. They don't give you anything a, a dog is amazing like if you threw a stick for a dog you'd fetch it and bring it back if you threw a stick for a cat it would piss on your shoe well can i tell you that lola my cat fetches is it because you stuck a dead mouse to the stick <laughs> no cats are trainable i just don't like them and why can't they just go and so okay, give me okay, okay. So if you don't like cats and it, and you're saying it's because they don't give you that sort of unconditional I love, very, um, I think they're very. Pointless. So what about? Oh, they're just they're snooty. What about a snake then? People oh, have snake pets. I'm not going to have a snake, am I? But they're pointless as well then. love. No, but people have cats as pets. And people have snakes as pets. Yeah, but no, that's two completely different <laughs> things. Some people will be like. Oh my god, my cat is so amazing. I'm like, what does it actually do if I'm ignore you on a daily basis? Wait till you die. He's talking and then about you, here, you know? No, I know, it's totally focusing on me. Like, what do they do? What do they bring to your life? You literally have to coax them to touch you. You're like, no, I I'm don't. going. To... Come here, come here. No, like, just, ex- just example today. I was sat, I was crazy working. crazy batshit creatures. I was working from home today and I was sat working and the cat came and sat beside me and meowed at me and the next minute she was on my lap, she was coming with a cuddle. She wow. needs at least three cuddles a day. Because you've forgotten to feed her? <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. So I think it depends on the cat, the way they're trained, the way they're brought up. Absolute seas. <laughs> they're such seas. Okay. And Madonna hates them as well. <laughs> That's all like the really, Well, that's all the... Yeah, really, all gays like, must hate really, cats then. No, she really hates them. Um, I well, just don't... Like, I don't get them. And I don't like the fact that they will eat you when you die. No, like, they... they will. A dog would eat you. Where have you got that from, by the way? Um, it's a known fact from... From Philip's head. <laughs> it's a known fact from fiction. I was going to say, that, I don't like cats, but I've never heard that before, that they eat you. No. It's in right. Philip's dreams. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them. Mm, no, I wouldn't. So what would you have done if I ended up getting this puppy last weekend? Oh, loved and adored to the point of ridiculousness. So you'd Stolen have to... the so... puppy. <laughs> Stolen the puppy. I was like, oh, I think he just went outside. And then I leave with a so really you'd ignore lump, the cat. lumpy moving sweater. <laughs> and you'd, and, yeah. 
So for all you listeners, <laughs> Philip's doing the most epileptic. <laughs> <laughs> the impression of a lumpy moving sweater. Whereas a cat would just, it'd just be like laying to the side, like out of pregnant waist. <laughs> you just be like, I'm bored, I'm going home. <laughs> They're awful. Anyway, and your Room 101 is... So I had a Room 101 and I'm going to change it. <gasps> oh, don't make it puppies. <laughs> no. Oh my God. The fact that I was basically no, not, begging Amy for a puppy not the last puppy. week. Not the... okay, he's doing the epileptic fit again. <laughs> don't stab my yeah. jumper. <laughs> Someone put him on his side. No, my, I'm going to change mine because actually someone made a really good point today. Ooh. Passive aggressiveness. Oh, that's a bit deep. We've just killed footballers <laughs> and cats. <laughs> but it's uh, true. Well, cats are very passive aggressive. But people, why are people passive aggressive? Why? Oh, it's easy. But, but that's not an answer. It's very it's easy. It's easier than being honest. It's easy to be and like, blunt. Oh no, I totally understand. Be passive aggressive like instead. <laughs> but it's just—it's so. If anything, oh, we're all passive aggressive when we want to be. It's not a—it's not a um, them and us. Everybody can be passive aggressive. But why? What is Give it an about? Because sometimes of it's harder to be. It's harder to be honest, so you just kind of have a little sly dick. <laughs> you just do. You just do. You go, oh my god, well, oh, I did ask you to help me to move in and you said you couldn't, but I maybe think you could have done. Like, oh, it's just like. But that's where, you know, in a work environment, in a friendship environment, or in a family environment, you know, I mean, I remember, and this is, you know, my, my parents are amazing, but I remember them saying to me, oh, well, you're too fat, you're not going to get a job. <laughs> that's not passive aggressive that's, that's aggressive <laughs> <laughs> they forgot the passive thing they skipped that chapter okay well they were just no, like no but the delivery oh, was passive aggressive the delivery go, <laughs> it's just like <laughs> okay they didn't go that far but no it's it's that deli- it's the delivery isn't it it's the delivery of how no. someone says something to you no. and that can make so, more of an impact I don't mean this impact. in a bad way I don't mean this in a bad way oh, it's God. like open gate to you're about to say the worst thing a human being's ever said to me in my entire life. Oh, I don't mean this a bad way. Oh my god! Amy is no longer a guest star on this podcast. She just got a bit too excessive with her leg and she spilt the Prosecco. Don't, and that don't, don't, was aggressive. It's okay, Gavin doesn't listen. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. I'm not even going to be passive aggressive. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, where's the bell? Gavin said we could ring the bell to get more Prosecco. I don't know where the bell is. Gavin, we need more Prosecco! It's okay, it's alright, it's okay. Keep carrying through, keep carrying through. It's a Prosecco emergency. (laughs) I'm really glad you did that, Amy. That was really great of you. I can't believe you did that, Amy. You were a complete loser. But no, but that's where, you know, in the workplace, it's the same. People are like, oh, that was such a great job, but, you know, you could have done it better. I know. Shade. So, you know, why do people do that? You, and I think people are just... It's like... But it's it's self... Isn't it self-doubt? Isn't it self-doubt that people do it? I don't know. It's it's not wanting to be 
awful. Why can't people so just be as direct, it though? Less a piece of crap. Why can't you be direct about things? Because you can put it in a manner that doesn't sound offensive, but it doesn't so, have to be so... I always go for um, a, a learning point. Okay. So you do make a mistake, but it's a learning point for the future. Fair enough, yeah. Okay. Because that's like teaching. But that's the yeah. But I, I still every, don't get why people do I think it. Every, um, I've been trained as an assertiveness trainer, and every a what? Assertiveness. Oh, assertiveness. Sorry, and you're slurring. What you should do is um, give a negative, but then give at least two positives. Yeah. So you balance it out. Absolutely. So. And then you'll learn more because you will appreciate the positive, but you will have heard the negative. Yes. And that's the way it's supposed to work. So that's the way we are saying no more passive aggressiveness. Yeah, just say what you think and exactly. be Exactly. Be direct. That's exactly it. So I tell you what, who do we know that's pretty direct? RuPaul. Yes! She says what she thinks. Oh my goodness. So... That was interesting what she said. Was it this week? Was it on the app? She's been saying a lot because there's a new season of RuPaul's Drag Race. So she's been doing lots of interviews. And I think, not in the mainstream press, because I don't think the mainstream press pick up on RuPaul, but the gay press. Yep. Our press. Because they're intelligent. um, Pick up on. But then you could say anything and they'll they'll do what press do and make it into something not. Yep. Um, but yeah, he said something this week which I found quite interesting because it's one of my bugbears. Mm-hmm. It, it could go into Room 101. Is something about um, bachelorette parties, or Hindus as we would call them in this country, go to gay bars. He did not like that happening. No. Does that happen a lot? It, not so much in London. It happened on Saturday when we were in GAY. But if you go, definitely in Manchester on Canal Street. Um, they were in GAY when we were there on Saturday. Like a, a <laughs> functioning alcoholic. I know, we were quite drunk um, on Saturday. <laughs> and I kind of agree with him. I don't like, it depends. Obviously I don't mind... You coming into a gay bar because I was wondering where that was going. I wouldn't be able to drink, but <laughs> yeah, let's go back with a drink. Um, but well, can I just clarify that our friendship is not based on the fact that I get Philip drunk? I just would like to let no, people to know that. No, it's not. Um, then it's <laughs> this podcast is going to be the last one. It's girls going in like let's see men. It's it, it's like the circus is Yes, yes, I get that, and I think that is true. And there I is just something. Love it. But that's where it's quite interesting, actually, because I I actually agree with you. Even though I am a woman and I go into a, I mean, I spend my life. Respect. Yeah, and I I go into gay bars because that's where my friends are. It's nothing to do with the fact that it's a gay bar. It's a spectacle. No, it's not that. That's not why I, I do. don't run into Weatherspoons and go, oh, let's see how you people eat food covered in breadcrumbs. <laughs> Because I couldn't give a flying fuck because that's boring. No, but you know what? I don't want a bunch of girls going. Oh my god, they're kissing. But this is so. I get. Do I walk into Weatherspoons and and talk to Mike and 
chill about them kissing? No, because I couldn't give a flying fuck. It's having that comfortable area for you can, to enjoy yourself and be who you are. And it, what's quite interesting, actually, is that a lot of my girlfriends who I aren't, you know, like friends who are not, I'm not that close to, they always say to me, oh my God, your life must be so much like fun. You yeah. must like go shopping all the time and like have sleepovers with <sighs> your friends. And I'm like, if I asked Philip to go shopping with me, tell me to fuck off. I would say no immediately. <laughs> that all stereotype the... is no. Yeah, like if you think of all our friends, all our group of friends, if I asked any of them to go shopping with me. You could ask me, of them. If you asked me, I would be like, Yeah, but no, no realistically, gosh. think of all of my all of our friends. I would, like, none of them would do no. it. They'd be like, no, do it yourself. It's my worst thing ever. It's not, and that's... I don't even want the, anyone to go shopping with me. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't like going shopping. I go shopping on my own. I know what I want. I'll go and buy it. Yeah. The yeah. idea of going shopping with a woman, like, and even a decisive woman who'd be like, I'm buying this. I'd be like, good for you. But if I went shopping with a woman who was like, do you think this is good? I'm like, I couldn't. I could not give less of a shit. <laughs> but that's the thing. I'm no, more bored right. than the husband. <laughs> the husband no. is on the seat. I'm asleep. But just I'm because like, oh. just because you're gay doesn't mean that you're just this like gay best friend that I've not got one. I've got gone. They got gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> I've taken your husband for a <laughs> Me and the husband have gone for a cocktail. She's like, does it look nah? Oh, they've both gone. <laughs> but Divorce this is, papers. yeah, and I mean, it. it does frustrate me that people do say things like that because, you know, they're not. Oh, you must be so, must be so amazing to have so many gay best friends. No, 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 no. I have friends. Like they're yes. my best friends. They're my friends. Like it does not matter. It was friends their... for reasons and seasons. Yeah, like I just I. I don't, I, and that's what kind of frustrates me that people do say things like that. And like, like you say, people when when it's like when we went to JAY last week. I know that you were pretty trash, but you know <laughs> there was an incident there with a bachelorette party. We had an yeah, incident with that. one, and you know she she got so aggressive, like it was insane. She she started on Andrew because he was making a joke, and she couldn't handle it, and. She just was I mean, being so insulting, so insulting. So, oh, yeah. okay, so so, let's agree that you know that, that there's a time and a place, and time and people place, need to respect. And if you can respect space, yeah. you are more than welcome. You wouldn't go if into like a, a hell's cir- angel club and if do it's that, a would you? thing, then honey, go away. If you are so obsessed with men, maybe go and talk to your husband. Exactly. Okay. What's the next segue? <laughs> oh, we need to talk about RuPaul. So yeah, we've got to talk about the first episode because the second episode will come out tonight. This is the so first we'll have to watch time. it tomorrow. This is the first time. Can you the... give me a little overview of what this is? <gasps> Get out! <laughs> no, so, no, 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 no! Give RuPaul... Amy a juice. She has watched a couple of episodes with me. Okay. I have. So I've got RuPaul's the general gist. Started many, many years ago. Where then... did RuPaul come from? Oh, God. oh my goodness! Okay, you okay. need to know your history. <laughs> yeah, RuPaul... I was just going to say I don't know if we've got that much time left. Okay, RuPaul was in a quick. Right, sort of... RuPaul was one of the first major drag queens that made it mainstream. RuPaul was a club kid in New York. 
Um, and then she came from Atlanta around the time of like MTV starting up he was just in the right place at the right time and girlfriend looked fierce he's six foot <laughs> seven in here. yeah heels. he's insane and he was just the right place at the right time he was on the MTV show he hosted the Brits with Elton John he just had it nailed he and rocked then it as he did reality TV started to become a thing and they have things like America's Next Top Model and stuff like that he started Jumped a thing it. called RuPaul's Drag Race where they were looking for America's Next Drag Superstar it's a very similar concept very similar but a lot tougher like, a lot tougher a lot more emotional oh, I can imagine. those queens had to sew their own outfits had to act had to dance had to do it all in they have to read I think the reading's the, the, the most intense thing they have to judge each other yeah. And it just gained momentum. Yeah. So the first season was years ago, and now, um, last weekend, it was the first episode of season nine. Which is a big feat, really. Which is huge. It's a In huge America, success. That's huge. Yeah. Massive. Massive. Because America cancels shows like that. Definitely. And this came from nothing. It came... It was you know, on a shitty little channel. Yep. It, and now it's... They're all on Netflix. VH1. Um, now on VH1. Oh, it's on VH1 in America now. They got the highest ratings ever last week because the guest judge was the Miss Lady Go Go. Go Go. And she Gaga. was amazing. I mean, I don't know how far we're going to go with this because we don't want to ruin it for people who haven't seen no it. Spoilers. No, I don't think we should do that. So, I, I mean, I think the the great thing is about this season is starting off with such a big bang was actually quite powerful. And having someone like Lady Gaga, yeah. who is such a supporter... And they've supporter. been trying to get her for years. Oh, have they? She's wanted to do it for years as Has well. She? That's the thing. It's just timing. But it's just timing. Yeah. Um, and she nailed it. I mean, no spoilers. She nailed it. It was an amazing Oh, it was. She was incredible. To yeah. the season. Um, no spoilers. But yeah, it was I know. Great. I don't want to spoil it for people because I think actually it was a really, really good episode. It was great. It was fantastic, and the, and the challenges were really good, and it wasn't the normal challenges that they normally have on the first episode because the, they normally yeah. have the photography. They didn't this time. I'm not going to say what they did, but they. Well, it was all based on Gaga. Yes, it was all that was themed. It was great, but just watch it from beginning to end. It's a watch fantastic it. episode. And the great thing is that, unlike previous seasons, where if you were anything like me searching for RuPaul's Drag Race when it wasn't on any channel, or you had to search through YouTube. Yeah, and have I remember you asking you for all those links. Like that yeah. blonde bitch going, Sorry, you've clicked on the wrong link. <laughs> Any gay man that's listened to this will know exactly we'll know that. what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, but now, every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race from season nine will be available on Netflix UK Woo-hoo. every Saturday morning after it's been on air on VH1, VH1 in the in US America. on Friday night. So, we're getting it fresh. We are. No, it's 24 hours later. Talking about getting fresh. <laughs> Tinderella getting it up one time. <laughs> we're pushed for time. We are pushed for time. Um, um, because we are going out tonight. So, yeah. our last feature this evening will be your feature. <laughs> Tinderella. And that is Tinderella. How is Tinderella been going? Well, I'm, I'm sad to report that the... Bronze, silver, and gold from last month went nowhere. I was gutted. Really, no way. 
But really, honestly, it's weird. I don't know. I don't know about you guys who are listening, but when when you're on these dates and you 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 go on these dates and you give you know you give yourself to these people and in more <laughs> Philip's face, I am Sorry. ignoring. But I mean in person and character and personality, you know, yeah. and charisma, uniqueness, get some nerve, love and talent. talent. <laughs> But, you know, and they just stop texting. And I, I, I don't yeah. know, because... I always... Should you stop texting or should you tell them that you're not interested? Which if way should it go? If they stop texting, then I just assume that they died. Okay, so I don't quite get that far, but, like... So, no. What would you, you do? Don't really, like, you don't really be desperate, What you? should you do? Should you stop texting someone and just ignore them? Or should you message they, back going, I'm not interested? Two texts, no response, dead. So I, was, I always think you should text and do the stereotypical, just not the right time for me at the moment. Just saying something. Con- yeah. Concentrating on yeah. X, Y and Z and just or saying ask, something. Or ask, ask a question so they have to respond. Not like, you know. But the person who's yeah, not interested, yeah. so like these guys, like they just obviously stopped messaging me. So I was like, oh, what? Okay, they I thought died. it was going really well. They died. Okay, so they died. All they right. died. They died. It was very They're sad. Gone. It's okay. so sad. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I've moved on. It's fine. Don't Yay! worry. Yay! <laughs> it's all going R-I-P. good. I know exactly. But yeah, I just think you know one of the. I've, I mean, I've got insane Tinder stories, like people that I've met off Tinder. Some of the guys that I've gone on dates with, some of the dates I've experienced, people are weird. <laughs> But, yeah. you know, things happen and I just feel that sort of the whole just stop texting thing is kind of, I don't know. Like, Ghosting, I, isn't it? Yeah, like, I just feel like I don't have, clo- I, I'm not saying I have to have closure and they have to like talk to me for an hour about how their feelings are. But, you know, just say, oh, sorry, I'm not interested or, you know, just yeah, something rather than just seem, leaving it hanging. You seem to forget that they're men. Oh. Men are rubbish. Men they're really rubbish. awful. I know. They're awful human beings. Yeah, well... Gay men are slightly different, but not that much different. Yeah, let's not go there, because that's a whole different but... podcast. <laughs> that's like ten podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Tune in, same for New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. But it's true. Do you know what we should do? We should get a straight man on this podcast. <gasps> oh, my God. That yeah. would be a good idea, just to kind of even... Where do they grow them? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we need to go to Argos or oh. B&Q. Being cute. <laughs> being cute. Is that no, we're only getting lesbian at being cute. <laughs> 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 Let's get a lesbian. Oh Let's my get a lesbian god. Being okay, to all the lesbians listening, we don't know. We don't know that you hang out at being cute. That's not. A, that's not a recognised thing. You do. <laughs> and no offence, honey, I love you. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have shelving. But, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Okay, so... Yeah, we'll get a straight man. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's try and we get a straight man. We don't know any straight men. I know. I'm not entirely sure. Oh, let's, let's go get a Tinder man. Then we can get someone on Tinder. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, we could... We I'm sure we could find some. I'm sure we'll find one. We'll try and find okay, one for right. next time. Right. But, okay. Are we, are we kind of done now? I think we need to... I, I think we need to be done because I can okay. hear... The, we, I can hear Madonna going, going on outside. We're going to a Madonna night. We're going to a Madonna night. We're going to another Madonna night tonight and I can hear the Madonna pumping outside. So I we know. need to go and join them. I know. She's a dirty bitch. 
Okay, okay. So. so here guys, cheers to the night. Cheers, thank you, Amy, for being here. Thanks all for listening. And remember that if you want to follow us on Twitter or on Facebook, yeah, it's two uh, bottles in underscore UK. Yeah, and um, we've got a website now. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hope you have a good night because we're just about to. Yeah. (laughs) See you guys.